Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. And I'm going to check. Okay. Ooh. No technical difficulties here out of the gate. I had everybody turned down. Welcome back to Too Much Dip Live here on Thursdays on YouTube. If you're listening at home on a Friday and just casually wondering, like, why are these guys so weird? Why, what do they sound different for? Why are they depart? Every Thursday, Wash Media's YouTube webpage. You can find it at youtube.com slash wash. And Capital Bank of Texas from this side. Blow me out at all. What sides. is happening? I'm just taking it from all ends. That's what's happening. <laughs> KJ's getting spit roasted. <laughs> okay. Spooky season on the board. Those voices you hear are one David C. Ruff from an icebox, I guess. It's me. It's me, crazy, sexy ghoul. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, no, I am in my guest bedroom because um, Rhodes has kind of reached that age where he is a total maniac. And I'm trying to minimize uh, noise. So if I'm not being held captive, I'm okay. I'm in uh, our guest bedroom, which I recently showed KJ. is kind of the the Dave Ruff Fantasy Factory <laughs> <laughs> with the art on the wall. And you know what? I can, I've got the access. I could show you guys if you care. Look at that. Wow, look at this. We've got a Luca. We've got a Dirk. And we've got a Nolan Ryan. So that's, uh, that's my episode of Cribs. Thanks, guys. But you got to go. Seriously, you guys got to go. The Robin Ventura family is not welcome to stay in the Dave Ruff Fantasy <clears throat> Factory. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that other perfectly tuned voice is one Brett Merriman of Cold Stone. God damn it. Cold God, Stone so close. Every time I do it. We, uh, we do the creamery segment every <laughs> week, JJ. Let's, uh, let's dive right into things. But before we do, David, will you remind the good people of uh, who presents us this evening. Uh, this is uh, presented by our great friends, DraftKings. Do you guys remember that? Another week of the NL- NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1, that's one U.S. dollar, on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Keep in mind, the last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943. So, uh, yeah, I'd say this is a no-brainer. If a sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code WASH. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code WASH this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. A gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Carry on. Thank you, David. Well, we've got Brett on, and while I certainly want to talk about this little event called the World Series, uh, we do have a, uh, I don't even want to call it a strange headline, a pretty massive headline going on in hockey. So if you will, start us there. What the hell is going on in Chicago, Brett? Yeah, so the Blackhawks, going back to 2010, more or less uh, covered up a, 
sexual assault committed by one of their uh, ex-trainers, Brad Aldrich. The victim of that assault uh, went public yesterday, Kyle Beach, who was a, uh, a rookie at the time of the, the, you know, where the trainer assaulted him. An investigation has been kind of brewing over the last year or so. Moral of the story is a lot of people in the Blackhawks organization knew about this, covered it up, and have been passing the blame ever since on saying, well, I reported it to so-and-so. Nobody had the balls to stand up and say, this is wrong. I'm taking this to the league. And um, the the Blackhawks basically just have committed a colossal failure, a colossal um, disregard for the well-being of one of their players. And it's truly a, um, a massive, massive stain on the Blackhawks and the NHL, honestly. So props to Kyle Beach, who, who told his, you know, kind of gave his truth yesterday. And, was, you know, he, he there was a moment where he was interviewed and he apologized to a victim that three years after his assault was assaulted by the same man mm. at a different at a different high school event. So he felt the need to apologize, even though none of this is his fault. He right. was he's a victim. He apologized to that poor kid who was assaulted by the same guy who was allowed to work with high school kids because the Blackhawks did not make public their what happened. So just an, a, an absolutely atrocious situation that people have been have been uh, Stan Bowman, the GM of the Blackhawks, has been released. Uh, McIsaac, who was in their front office, has been uh, terminated. Too many people knew about this, and nobody did a thing. And it's truly a despicable, despicable situation. Hmm. That uh, feels like it should be the biggest story in sports. Maybe it is. I don't know. I I think now everybody wants to do do Washington, do the Washington football team next, right? Right. Um, that's the that's the that's the one that's next to get the uh, inquiry, maybe. But yeah, that's that's insane, Brett. Um, damn, well, I didn't I didn't realize only- that. It's, it's it's sad. I mean, it's just a truly a sad situation for for hockey. You know, it, it, a, a big opportunity. ESPN covers the games now, and it's it's just sad. Too many people knew, and it's just it's despicable that the Blackhawks, not only they tried to bury it when the investigation came out in May, they mm-hmm. were like, this is meritless. There is nothing to these allegations, which there clearly is. But there's other people wrapped up in this, like Joel Quenville, who was the coach at the time, is now the coach of the Florida Panthers. He he is sticking to his his quote that he didn't know about this. I find that impossible to believe. Um, mm. I, we talked a little bit about this before we started, and and I gave the quote that um, uh, you know one of my radio heroes, Dan McDowell. You know, maybe one day we'll be fortunate enough to have him join us. Um, his, his take on some of these stories sometimes are, is, seems callous, but it's pretty accurate in saying like, none of us are going to come out and say anything prolific because nobody is, you know, ever going to come out and say that they're pro rape, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but when saying that it doesn't intend to say, you know, that these stories 
can't or shouldn't or won't be talked about. If anything, the amount of light being shed on this story helps um, then push the put the pressure on some of these other you know stories going on. Um, so I'm I'm glad that it's bubbling to the surface. I really appreciate having your insight, even even though the the surface level detail. We'll get into it here because frankly, when I see this headline or when I saw the headline. I think the dismissive approach I took to further investigating it, not like I'm responsible to dig deeper, but I see this and then my amateur, not even amateur, immature moronic brain immediately is like, okay, how can I tie this into landing it back in Rugnet Odor's frame and getting to tell that story? And, and like, uh-huh. that, that's not fair, you know, especially when we have a serious story on, on hand. So that's how I get to tell mention Rugnet Odor and not say that it did. Um, so yeah, uh, all of that to say, I appreciate you kind of giving us the, the general level and we want to kind of go further in there um, <clears throat> offline, I suppose. Yeah. For those asking about, right. and uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, so we'll talk about this more on Cold Stove yes. uh, next weekend. We'll give a, a more of a, an in-depth kind of uh, telling of the story, giving our, our more... Um, developed thoughts on it. There's still a lot of work to be done. The NHL still needs to, to make things happen as far as holding people accountable. And we'll see that in the coming days for sure. Understood. Yeah. For those asking where our typical third one, Dylan Shivery is, is not that we excommunicated him due to uh, low energy. If you've not been paying attention to his Instagram feed, you're not aware that he is having all of the cake by the ocean. Yeah, I guess you don't follow him on Instagram if you're wondering where where he's at. Um, he's back now. I think he's back in the states. Will's uh, Will's now. We've lost Will. Yeah. Will is uh, Will is now gone international, but he'll be back too. So. Yeah. Dylan said he lands around seven o'clock, pending any. Uh, you know, we got we got heavy wind action. We got like forty degree gusts up here in Dallas. So hopefully, hopefully that doesn't affect any flights down there. Mega, mega windy day in, uh, in Texas. Quick answer here, Ethan. Yes. Um, but we'll get to that later. This is supposed to be a sports party. I didn't feel it was appropriate to uh, play music during the uh, somber part or the serious part there. So I kind of... Yeah, I don't want par- to party with that story. But we'll party a little bit here. Because MLB playoffs are going on. I guess it's not playoffs if it's a World Series. Just like you drew it up, right, David? 1-1. Astros are tied, heading back to Atlanta, three straight games. Uh, there's still hope for uh, my Astros in five prediction, but I don't think that's likely. If they no, but if they do, if they go sweep uh, three games in Atlanta, more power to them. Um, I do. I am not a fan of the two-three-two method. So dumb. I don't think really anybody is. No. You're a fan if your two, team two, if your team one, succeeds. One, one. Yeah, that's the way to do it. But I don't know what the. I don't know. I don't know if it's a beating to travel like that, but. Um, I, uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm watching more baseball. I'm excited. I am, uh, I'm getting it. I'm getting, um, I'm in an Astros group text. I'm like one of two, two non Astros fans and God, dude, they're so quiet. They're nervous. They are nervous. They weren't even like celebrating in the, in the group text when it was like six to one yesterday. They are, they are very, very uh, aware that the Braves are definitely game. I, um, I want to pose this situation to you to a group text situation that I have. And I may have brought this up, this dynamic before I have a diehard Houston sports fan from Houston, born and bred. It makes sense. He loves Houston. 
Another member in my group text has never lived in Houston, briefly lived here. The three of us are co-workers. And at some point in time, the second guy adopted some of these Houston teams as his like secondary team. He's a big Cardinals fan, but his quote was, oh, well, my AL team are the Astros. He's a big LeBron James fan. But, oh, my uh, Western Conference team, now that LeBron's in in L.A., you know, Harden's gone. But the Rockets were his team when when LeBron was back in Cleveland. And to me, it's a little bit of pandering to the Houston guy. But what's more obnoxious is, like, the Houston guy, just like in your group text, has been very cautious to, like, over-celebrate. The new fan is like, you guys got this. Astros are going to win. This is so Ooh. awesome. And he's like bandwagoning with them. Like, I can't do this. I can't this, have two this Astros guy, guys. This, I hate to be the gatekeeper. No one likes a sports team gate gatekeeper. But um, uh, first of all, if you're going to pick, like if you're going to ride with some Houston teams, that doesn't fly. You have to ride with all of them. <laughs> uh, you have to. That means you have to be there for the Texans. You have to go watch the Texans win three games this season. You can't just hop on the Astros thing. You gotta, you gotta go all in. You gotta be there for the Rockets rebuild. That's all I'm saying. Even the comments, you gotta follow the comments too. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll wait for him to follow up with maybe a Dynamo uh, take at some point in time. Um, I want to bypass the uh, Steph Curry note here. It just was. I thought it was cool to see. You know, Steph Curry being back and he's already cooking from the get go. I don't care if you like or don't like. The Warriors, I don't particularly care one way or not, one way or the other, but they're a fun team. When they're good, it's a fun team. I feel like them, like uh, the Chiefs, it's just a fun team when they're playing well and they're scoring. So, uh, That is a top six team in the West. Okay. You Put think, it down. Carl uh, Anthony Towns? Uh, Go ahead. Is Clay Thompson healthy right now? Not yet. Not okay. yet. But so this season, there, it'll be, he'll be is bad. there a universe where we see Curry, Draymond, and Clay Thompson mm-hmm. on the floor at, at some point here soon? Sure, I would assume. No, not soon. Yeah, maybe after Christmas, but I, I don't know the timeline to be honest. But that's my guess. Okay. Um, yeah. So the uh, other note I did have here regarding the World Series is uh, you got to think Rob Manfred is excited to see a major league baseball event back in Atlanta with all eyes on it, right? It's not like he's trying to move the World Series to Colorado or anything. Uh, Atlanta so, and Houston, right? Best well, of both. Yeah, that's Pick true. Your poison. <laughs> that's true. Uh, he was quoted today or recently as saying, you know, due to complaints about the Braves doing the chop or whatever, as he sees that as a local Native American tribe issue. And if they're okay with it locally, F what all the rest of <laughs> the country thinks. So I'm looking forward to the debut of the Del Val, Texas Rebels, you know, coming to the NFL in 2027 because, you know, local rules. Well, let me tell you this. I, you guys aren't going to believe my take on that whole uh, issue with the name. And, and I will issue it once the climate is different <laughs> in this country. Okay. Okay. Let's hit some football before we get into dip picks. I, I know we're running a little behind sketch here. Um, nothing new to say, but the trade, de- trade deadline for the NFL is November 2nd, Tuesday. Um, reports of the Texans and Dolphins having an agreement in place. Interesting byproduct here is it could force Sean Watson's hand at settling. I don't think that happens because 
you would think that Roger Goodell in turn would be prepared and able to then hand down some sort of punishment. Therefore like bypassing like his availability for this year anyway. So like, what would you be doing? What would you be gaining if you're the Dolphins? So I don't see anything happening there. Agree. Brett, I'd I love to hear I your take not. on that. I, yeah, I hope I, I can't stand the fact that that's even a potential option for the Dolphins. I yep. can't, I cannot imagine them doing that. How do you sell that to your fan base? Like, what do you, what do you, do you do an introductory presser? And it's like, hey, okay, I know, I know what you guys are thinking. 22 cases. 22, deuce, deuce. 22. I guess my contrarian thought would be if he's not going to play until this is resolved and or the punishment is served, what do I care if he's on this team's payroll or books or roster or this team's payroll? I don't care in that regard. I guess the only action would be you're being told to the fan base that your collective assets as a fan base and as a team are you're willing to pay those for this baggage. And I think that's a little bit shady. But if he wasn't to play or weren't to play, fine. If we're saying like he should never be allowed back in even after punishment's dealt out, then you know, then the argument should be okay, great. Can't we just blacklist him and excommunicate and move on? Um, the freaking cancel culture, dude. <laughs> the headline again: Sean Watson outkick coverage twenty twenty five. The headlines coming wow. out of the owners' team meetings this week. <laughs> Not unlike what you see in Washington, folks, where a bunch of rich people can't get along and figure out what's going on. Um, <laughs> Stan Kroenke, pull him one over on his fucking colleagues. Did you see this? Did you see this, Kev? You're aware of this headline? Who's, who's Kev? Uh, it's it's a Jay Leno thing. You know, it's a show that was oh, on. Okay. You were probably like eight, I guess. Real tiny. <laughs> I know he likes cars. No, I'm I, trying to, I, sorry. I'm trying to find better internet in my room. Uh, Terry, I know Terry, Terry Pagula uh, has a COVID scare happening. So he had, he had to bail early. Well, it's probably for the best because basically the story is Stan Kroenke owner of the Rams. Um, when he secured the votes from the NFL to relocate the Rams to LA in conjunction with the chargers it was all predicated on knowing that they were likely going to be sued by the St. Louis area and that the Rams would pay for everybody's legal fees. What he didn't realize was that like one of the owners like deposition on, you know, how this was all handled would be a little shaky and it would cause more problems. And so he's trying to hold that against the rest of the league. Somebody's deposition caused more um, uh, indemnification or whatever. And he's like, well, this is your fault. The money's out on you guys, blah, 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 blah. Well, now you've got a bunch of billionaires pissed off that they've been like essentially not paying millions of dollars of legal fees and Stan's been picking them up. And now he's like, you know what? Fuck y'all. You're all paying for them. And basically he's like walking out, not walking out of the meeting, but drop this bomb in front of all these owners. And the only person defending him, Jerry Jones. (laughs) Oh my God. Stan Kroenke has been a great A asshole for like 20 years at this point. Hey, just from from like leading the Rams on and being like, oh yeah, we got a little like a, a waterfront proposal for you guys in St. Louis. The stadium's going to be beautiful. Take a look. Oh, just kidding. I just bought you know twenty five acres in fucking Inglewood. Uh, don't worry about that though. That's just no, don't no. Don't even don't even think you don't think anything about it. 
Fuck that dude. Mark Davis was quick to remind the world that apparently Los Angeles County, like five to one approved the plan for the Raiders and chargers to move to LA instead of the Rams plan. And uh, he's like, Oh, I got out of the way for this. And now I'm having to pay for it on top of that. It's, it's funny to see rich people bicker, but uh, you know, whatever we can save talk on the Heisman race. Open NCAA jobs. We know we have LSU, USC, Texas Tech, Washington State, and Georgia Southern. Again, we don't want. And we don't have time to speculate there. Anything else you predict to come open soon? I guess was my question there. You got to think that Texas State job's coming open. You got to think <laughs> that uh, it's not going good, guys. It is not good at all. He'll be the quarterbacks coach for whomever the head coach is. And uh, okay, Chris. Okay, I don't need to see that. Um, he'll be the head coach for uh, whoever's at Texas Tech. Wow. Woo-hoo. You hate um, to see that. Well, we'll talk Pred- about I'll, that I'll, predict, I'll predict that the Kentucky coach is no longer at Kentucky after this year. Mm. Mm. Mark Stoops, huh? Well, but in th- an upgrade fashion. Okay. You think he'll uh, oh, still have one loss after this week at Mississippi State and Mike Leach? That'll be a good game. Yeah. SEC Brett's SEC Brett's pretty dialed. He he's got some hot takes on uh, what Ole Miss needs to do, how they can end up in the championship game. It's not oh, a, it's not I a, got, a for difficult days. Uh, difficult path at all. I will say that much. No, no. Uh, it all they have to do is Oklahoma. win games. It it hmm. involves Oklahoma. If Oklahoma loses one game, and Georgia wins out and beats Bama in the championship game. In the SEC championship game, Ole Miss has to take the four spot. Has to. Eh, we'll see. Does that? <laughs> you got to worry more about Oklahoma gotta staying undefeated. Yeah, you got to worry about Oklahoma staying yeah. undefeated, and then Cincinnati remaining undefeated would be three of the spots. I agree. SEC is likely in line for that next one, but we'll see. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're here because uh, if it were not for Brett. The guest slot for our dip picks ongoing bet, which for the people at home, uh, dip picks year long bet, which the loser has to have truck nuts hanging off their vehicle for 30 days. The kicker being if the guest beats any of us, anyone beat by the guest has to have truck nuts hanging on their vehicle for 30 days. And as of today, the guest slot, thanks in large part to big game, Brett himself is in first place. Meaning if, the, if this mm. whole thing were to end, David, Dylan, and myself would all have to <laughs> adorn truck nuts on our vehicle. Maybe I'll get silver ones and bronze ones so we can have first, second, and third nut uh, on the back of our vehicle for 30 days. So to dig ourselves out of this grave or hole, whatever you want to call it, let's <laughs> get into this week's dip picks. Shout out oh, to yeah. Dan Register last week average performance if you're not involved on the discord go hit the link in my bio i usually put the results and our picks in the too much dip channel of the discord i'll start posting that on instagram or somewhere where it's more accessible uh, to keep up with throughout the year big game tonight nfl packers at cardinals cardinals are favored by six dylan is picking the packers david who do you have uh so we have no Devonte adams Keep we have going. no J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt out for the season, right? Most likely so, and no Alan Lazard, no Marvis Scantling, MVS, Valdez Scantling. 
Ooh, man, I, I think the Cardinals roll. I uh, this uh, giving Aaron Rodgers six points is tough, but um, I just don't. I mean, who who does he who is his receiving core? I, I don't understand. I don't know who he's going to throw the ball to. Uh, Cobb, and then you've got a really strong running game. Cobb, Cobb, former Cowboy great. <laughs> People forget. Yeah, give me the card. Give me the Cardinals. Uh, give me the Cardinals purely on the back of Kelvin Beecham, great right tackle out of SMU. <clears throat> Brett. Let's do the uh, the turn back the clock, you know, six to eight years, and it's the Randall Cobb, Aaron Rodgers show tonight. Give me the Packers. I, you can't give Aaron Rodgers six points. The big you one. You got to double cover Cobb. Bracket that, man. A uh, little Cobb salad, if you will. Uh, the big that game. That sound is me putting him in my fantasy lineup as we speak. Good, good. Smart the, guy. Uh, the big game this weekend for college football is one we've talked a little bit about in the past. The Internet Party Bowl, number six, Michigan, at number eight, Michigan State. Michigan is favored by four on the road. I'm hoping this is not another Big Ten disappointment. Um, And it's not Saturday night on ABC because that spot only belongs to Ohio State or Indiana or Penn State. Once again, you've got Ohio State at Penn State in that fucking slot. Driving me nuts. Dylan is going with Michigan State. I will stick with the home team to cover Give me Michigan State. Brett. Ooh. That, so, th- doesn't, this, doesn't this game feel like it's going to end on something fluky again, like it did a couple years ago? When somebody broke their punt? hip. Yeah, this, is, this just feels like one of those, like, 16, 17 games that's going to be weird, and they're both going to look shitty, and people are going to tweet, like, oh, Big Ten football, haha. I'll take Michigan to cover. I don't love that pick. But uh, I Michigan State has looked so shaky. They're like Oklahoma Junior this year to me. So give me Michigan. David. Uh, Michigan State, I think they've beat approximately zero teams with winning records. Or is it like two teams? It's something like that. Um, it's not a lot. I know what's Michigan's best win, like uh, Wisconsin? I don't know. Um, I think Michigan. Nebraska. Will's got me. Yeah, Nebraska. That was, yeah, that was a good win. Will's got me like believing in Michigan, and I think it's more that I want to believe. So, and that's always a great way to bet is bet with your heart, and not your brain. So, therefore, like such as, I will vote, be voting for or pl- uh, picking, excuse me, uh, Michigan. They're going to do it. It's Harbaugh's year. He's taking that Ohio State too. Let's ride. SEC, maybe the game of the week if it's not the one we talked about earlier. We've got Ole Miss, Auburn is going to be big, but we also have Georgia at Florida. Florida's getting 14 points in the swamp against, you know, an all-time defense. Dylan is sticking with Georgia. I think Florida Fs is mucks this game up, and they cover. They certainly do not win, but give me Florida. Uh, so with this with this game, I'm I'm actually surprised it's not a higher line. To be honest with you, I could see like a 16 and a half on the board. So I'm I'm reverse reverse psychology in myself. Where I'm like, oh, that's a weird <laughs> line. I like it for Florida, so I'm going to take that. But I'm not because Georgia's too good. Give me the uh, the, the dogs to cover here in Maybe. the swamp. Uh, dogs by 21. This is not a particularly close game. 
they are really, really, really good. That is my sports opinion. <laughs> Hot sports opinions. Okay, Ole Miss at Auburn. Number 10, Ole Miss. At number 18, inexplicably, Auburn. Uh, Ole Miss favored by three on the road. Brett, we're going with the Land, land Sharks. Sharks, baby. Ole land Sharks. Mm. Okay. Matt Corral, Matt Corral cements himself as the Heisman front runner this weekend. That's, that's, I think, what I had in mind when I wanted to bring up the uh, Heisman race earlier. Matt Corral, and then keep an eye out on Pitt's quarterback. It's not a sneaky pick. He's like fourth favorite in odds. His stats this mm-hmm. year are tremendous. It's a very cliche, and I think I've already heard it as Joe Burrow-esque, but he's had some middling years before this and then performed well above average, like over 70% completion rate, very low turnovers, um, big arm, big frame. Keep an eye on Kyle Pickett up yeah. at, uh, at Pitt. He's he's going to get drafted entirely too high based on one year of production. Agreed. Um, oh, yeah, and that game is uh, the cocktail party, I should mention. Ole Miss Auburn, or not Ole Miss Auburn, Georgia, Florida is uh, at Jacksonville, correct? Because Jacksonville's up in Seattle. So, yeah, that's usually the bit. Um, Was that the cocktail party? Yeah, world's largest cocktail party. Um, Ole Miss Auburn. I've got to make up some ground. So I'm fading for my SEC teams this week. I don't have any faith in Auburn at all, at all. But the fact that they're favored by three at home makes no sense. Crazy. <sighs> fuck, fuck it. Give me Ole Miss. Thanks. Let's Corso. go, KJ. Thank you, Lee Corso. No, 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 no. Give me Auburn. I'm sorry. Oh, no, what are you doing? You're not that guy, Dale. Trust me. You're not that guy. <laughs> okay. Okay. You? Absolutely. I, I just got to ask a question. What, is when is the real Bo Nix going to show himself? <laughs> That's what I ask. Which Bo Nix is showing up this weekend? You know, we've seen the good and the bad from uh, the Auburn Field General this season, but when he's been good, he's been really good. Um, that being said, uh, I hate to be this guy, but uh, I'm going hotty toddy. I'm riding with Ole Miss. Uh, Maybe this is me going with my heart again. I uh, look. I'm I'm riding this Kiffin train. So let's let's do it. All right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Go Cox. Neither game includes South Carolina, but that's my SEC button. Okay. The one game I put on here out of pure personal interest and personal um, anguish. Number nineteen, SMU goes to somehow still unranked six and one Houston. They lost to Texas Tech in a close game early in the season. They got up big. Texas Tech worked their way back uh, and won the game. Since then, Houston has been undefeated, has played really sound defense somehow, um, and Dana Holgerson has not lost any hair or any more hair since the beginning of the season somehow. I don't know how his name doesn't come up for the Tech job, as he previously coached at Texas Tech as well, but whatever, I get it, whatever. It's a pick em. We don't do these very often. I'm riding with the ponies because fuck Houston and fuck H-Town and Third Coast all together, all and above. Give me SMU. Wow. Dylan is also taking SMU. Did not see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, David, who do you have? Wasn't Dana Holgerson's whole deal like he wanted to get out of Morgantown? He likes a big party town or something. I, I, I was hearing stuff on like why he left. Um, so I'm just trying to think now all I can think about is him in Lubbock. Um, 
which is a lot different than Houston. True story would um, beat us to the bars after practice. Like we would go home, shower, and get there because nickel night would end at like 8 p.m. on a Thursday, and he would be at the bar already. Essentially sitting there with like a stack of quarters. Not literally, but he would be there drinking because he'd left straight from practice to go there and would leave once people started showing up. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's an absolute problem in Lubbock now, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, God, dude, he would fit in with those boosters pretty well. Uh, that being said, uh, I'm riding with the ponies. I, this is this is like the definition of a pick'em, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I could see, I could see SMU botching this, but I'm, I'm gonna have faith. I got to ride with Triple D. Right. You know, here I go again on my own, KJ, going down the only road that I've ever known. Here I go again. It's, it's, it's the fighting Red Bulls. It's the fighting Jim Nances. It's the fighting Freddie Couples. Go Cats. Like a bunch of bitches. <laughs> I assume that's Houston. Okay. Let's move over to the NFL, wrap this up. We have Titans at Colts, essentially an NFL pick them. Colts are at home, favored by one and a half. Dylan is taking the Titans. Um, I'm taking the Titans. I, I just don't have much to go on. I, I think the Colts aren't as bad as they've... Uh, they started the season. Not a very strong take there. I'm back. Uh, but I'm taking the Titans. <laughs> well, while Dave, while Dave sets himself up, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Titans as well. I don't, I don't bet against Derrick Henry. Uh, David, who do you have? Colts favored Sorry, by the one internet and a half in this at house home. is a disgrace. Colts favored by one and a half at home. Um, I am ready. Uh, the D man is no longer has access to the live stream doc because his, uh, his Wi-Fi is trash. I will guide uh, KJ. I would love to ride with, give me the Titans. Okay. All right. Uh, bucks at saints, the Jamin Winston bowl, Jameis Winston bowl, uh, saints at home and they're getting five and a half points at home. Saints uh, can ugly up a game. They're in the mm-hmm. world coach. They've got some talent. They're not a great team overall. They still don't have wide receivers besides Callaway. Um, give me the Bucks to continue rolling. Dylan also took the Bucks. Brett? Yeah, I don't bet against Tom Brady. I've seen far too many far too many people make a, a killing off Tom Brady, so I, I will not be the one to buck that trend. No pun intended. David? Uh, wow, this is annoying, but I am also riding with the Bucks. <laughs> I can't, I'm Bucks. not about to be the lone wolf riding with Jameis. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, got, I'm not doing that. Gary's got a great point. He said he doesn't pay for this mid-grade-ass internet. <laughs> somebody somebody cut uh, KJ saying Gary has a great point and tweet it whenever TCU does anything. Oh, Fair. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's, that's no, I think it's the I think the wind is knocked out like the Google Fiber wires or something. I don't know. It's funny how that works because they're underground. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Did you see the video, Dave, of that that ATV getting tossed by that twister? Uh, no, but please send oh, my way. <laughs> somebody had Polaris insurance. It looks like a fucking movie. All right, uh, let's, let's bring it home here. Cowboys at Vikings, Sunday night football. The names that I will not mention, Bull. Cowboys are favored by two and a half. Notable, Dak, 
says he's fine. He should play, but the decision's not entirely up to him. Unlike what we heard from our good buddy, Baker Mayfield, who said the decision was entirely his. And then he did not play. Um, Good luck. Cowboys favored by two and a half. (laughs) Dylan is taking the Cowboys not only to cover, but also as his big boy stack. Brett, start us off. Yeah. So is Dalvin Cook healthy yet? Or are we still rocking with Madison up there? It literally hard. He's healthy. No, no, he's back. He's healthy. I don't know how healthy, but he's playing. We got DC back in the building at home. Uh, Give me the fight in Kubiak's. Okay. I like I like the Vikings because I don't I, I love the Cowboys. I want to pick I want to pick the Cowboys here, but uh, two and a half at home feels like a, a game winning field goal for the for the Vikings. Well, with that said, as the son of a lifelong Vikings fan, my father, if there's a game that comes down to a game winning field goal, the Vikings are surely not the ones to rely on. As a big-time Dallas Cowboy fan, I will go with the Cowboys. My number one team in Dallas, Arlington. <laughs> David, who do you have? Um, this lot. What's what's uh, people are people are got me like interested in what Vegas knows now. Um, I don't know shit. I. I know. I just, I, I don't know. I'm going to emotionally hedge. I'm riding with the Vikings. I don't, this is where, look, we're going to stumble this week. It's okay. I'm not going to freak out. It's Halloween. Weird stuff's going to happen. It's Minnesota. Um, that's, I really have no way to connect Minnesota to weird stuff happening on Halloween, but I'm sure some weird shit has happened mm-hmm. up there. I think they have mischief night up there, much like we do in upstate New York. Okay. So you're going with Ooh. Vikings to be clear here. I am going with the Vikings. Uh, was it was it not the the Minnesota Vikings who had the uh, the cruise? It is the Minnesota Vikings who went on a cruise during a preseason off season cruise up in uh, near Bemidji, mm-hmm. and along with some uh, cheerleaders and other people, and you know bad things happen. So uh, we're going Vikings here. Breaking news: It looks like the San Diego Padres have announced their new manager. Uh, recording artist Bobby McFerrin will be the manager of the Padres. Congrats, Bobby. Hmm. No worries. Or Bob Melvin. Don't know the difference. I think from the A's. It's not Ron Washington. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I think That's from the A's organization. So there you have it. Let's bring it home with big boy stacks. Brett, you want to lead us off or David, do you want to go first? <clears throat> I'm I'm happy to uh, KJ because I'm excited to announce the Sabers are uh, four one and one to start the season. Okay, they open up a west the West Coast swing against the Anaheim Ducks tonight, plus one fourteen on the money line. Your boy is taking Buffalo to win tonight. Sabers money line. I've got to put the date down here because I am an idiot and won't check this till Sunday. Thursday night in Anaheim. David. Man, uh, a little birdie was telling me, dude, jump on Glover to share this weekend. UFC fighting for the light heavyweight title. It's his time. He's going to beat the Polish hammer. And while I do think I am riding with Glover, I'm not making that my big boy stack because. I am riding with Cincinnati, laying 26 over Tulane. 
Oh, give me Cincinnati. Spicy. Ooh. Spicy. Tulane took Oklahoma to a possession, Dave. Yeah, that was ages ago. Yeah, what, what, what year was that? It was literally the first game of the season. Um. All right, hold on here. Let me make sure I've got this right. Uh, Cowboys minus two point five is uh, not point twenty five. All right, is Dylan's? I was actually going to be on the Tulane side here, and I changed mine because I realized I've been too heavy for college football this year. But how sweet would it be to go heads up for my big boy stack? I'm going to stick with my guns. I saw a spark in Matty Ice's eye last week when he broke the heart of the Dolphins back-to-back weeks winning by a field goal. I think the Falcons are finally figuring out that Young Way Koo might be their best player. This week, the Falcons are facing off with the Carolina Panthers, who tried to bench their quarterback last week. Uh, They just are struggling right now. Give me the Falcons at home, favored by three. That is my big boy stack. Atlanta, minus three, at home. You get what you get, people. I kind of like that. I think that's a I think that's a good pick. Um, Kyle Kyle Pitts is is he's a he's a baller. He's this is good. On. This is a good pick, AJ. I'm jealous. He is turning it all on. All right. Well, do you remember when Taco Bell instituted fourth meal? That's one of my favorite marketing campaigns ever. That was good. Is that is is that better or worse than when Jack in a Box would put some dope ass shit on their menu but not serve it until like eleven thirty and call it the Munchies meal, like curly fries with cheese and mm. bacon in a like to go cup? Yeah. Smart. Uh, anyways, there's there's a uh, there's your non sports talk. Let's get back to that gobble All right, people, we're getting the we're hell assume, out of here. Damn. I'm pressing. Hey, just had a few of those. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Early Bird. Keep it real, people. We love what you're doing here with all those sports and everything else. That said, I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. <clears throat> Ooh, Sunday night.